Hello world, we're big gay nerds, and we are back at it again with Pig Smoke, the role-playing game of Sorcerer's Academia, brought to you by friend of the show Chris Longhurst. I'm Owen, he, him, and I will be your master of ceremonies, I think is what it's called in this system. I'm just yeah. going to assume because it's powered by the apocalypse, and that's that's the default. Um with me, I have uh, two of our previous regulars, uh, consisting of Sarah. Hey, I'm Sarah, she, her. Um, I'm playing Simone Solomon, the fake, and I usually shill relentlessly, but I'm not going to do it this time, so who else is next? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we also have Pixie. Hi, I'm Pixie. Um, I've been on the show a lot more than usual recently. Um, yeah. But usually I just, like, step in whenever there's a need. Um, <laughs> but I, I play uh, Corvina, who is the um, the slacker from the Department of Foresight. Yes. And um, uh, uh, Levi will be sitting at least this um, episode, if not this block out. Um, but we have a new addition to the team. Um, and we're going to ask you to introduce yourself, but not your character, because... Ooh, okay. Because I want um, us to be able to do a full, fancy, in-character introduction. Okay, um, well, in that case, I'm I'm Jonix. Uh, he, him, or they, them is fine. And uh, I've also been on this show a lot more recently. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this is the first time you and I have been on the same yes. uh, block together, which I'm excited about. There's all I'm... kinds of unique big gay nerds permutations. Actually, I think everyone here was in that bleak spirit one. Yeah. Oh, that's that right! Was, but that was just two episodes, so it's that's still... That's right! Oh, the you're old totally crew. Right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're doing an entirely different kind of magic setting here. Um, so, um, if it's been a while since you have uh, listened to Pig Smoke, which it probably has been, um, mm -hmm. because we have not touched this in... Um, over a year, or no, wait, no, we did less the Christmas than a year. Episode. We did the You're Christmas right. episode. Yeah, that was last so, year, so a little under months. a year. Yeah, um, but um, it is a game about playing the professors at uh, America's premier magical college, and um, last time uh, we played uh, the basic. I guess the main plot threads that had been going around since last time were um, Simone had been tasked by the head of her department, uh, Vicky Sigvald, to uh, look into what seemed to be sort of a cult of personality surrounding uh, the previous head of the department, mm -hmm. uh, that department being the department of uh, calling, binding, and sealing away. And then... Um, that turned out to be a very literal cult because <laughs> they were uh, looking to summon him back from the oblivion he had apparently banished himself to. Um, and so Corvina was recruited to try and spy on them and in the process managed to convince one that she had been receiving messages from their <laughs> weird uh, mis- uh, messianic figure but was also made a pact to not tell anyone else about it so that happened uh there was also a whole deal about um 
in exchange for that, Simone uh, shouted down the jerk who had been going after her, Corvina, for uh, stealing his uh, research, which she had not. And also, um, Liam, Levi's character, had managed to separate himself from the recently exposed conspiracy in the mind-bending department, which had been subliminally controlling students via the campus radio. So that is potentially what he is caught up in now, as you guys are going about doing this thing. Oh yes, and also, just to make just to make sure everyone is on the same page, Simone did, like, viciously neg Liam's nemesis. Yes, yes I did. It ruled. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty great. <laughs> Alright, so, um, that was over... Losing with charisma. Yes, that was over winter break, and, um, now we're going to, uh, jump back into the beginning of term two. Mm-hmm. Um... Unlike last time, I'm not going to be handing out free advances because, like, you weren't doing, you know, a bunch of classes and stuff during the break, obviously. And so, uh, you're only, like, about a day into the first term when you get, uh, when the two of you get called up to the dean's office. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Um, so, you know, it's... The pretty much the same way that uh, your last term started. Uh, the dean had not called you up for a one-on-one meetings uh, since then, so uh, you're not really sure what it's about. Um, you go and file in, and the dean is behind its desk, and you know how I said that it starts the year looking relatively human or human shaped mm-hmm. well now we're into the start <laughs> of term two and it is um kind of like there is a semi-solid fog seated behind <laughs> that desk um it is actually um the fact that it has managed to contain itself behind the desk is a feat in and of itself but it's just kind of there, roiling around a bit. Um, and uh, it it does something that you have are able to interpret as gesturing for you to sit. And uh, uh, one presumes you do so. And um, it says, It is good to perceive you again. I trust that you are ready and enthusiastic to begin the second term? As enthusiastic as always, as you know. Uh, oh yes, I've been waiting all break for this. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, uh, sarcasm is one of the many human nuances that the Dean doesn't seem to pay any attention to. Um, and so it does something that could be interpreted as nodding and uh, says, As you may have heard, your associate, Professor Adams, was recently hired for a research and development job, and we, of course, wish him all of the best. But it is important to find someone to fill his role, both within normal faculty duties, but also 
in your clandestine duty of guiding the heroic destiny of the Chosen One, Chad Blackwood. Oh god, that's right. That is right. Um, at the beginning of the year, he basically it basically said that it had chosen uh, one of the students, Chad Blackwood, who was a uh, on the football team and had uh, donors for parents. Uh, those probably weren't factors, though. Um, <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, the dean has this big, ambitious plan for turning uh, pig smoke into a school that produces heroes. And he is sort of first on the list, and it's sort of your jobs to be the hero's mentor in this case. And uh, the first term went all right. Um, You saved him from a succubus or something like that. Mm -hmm. And as a result, uh, he seemed to um, start taking your classes a little more seriously. Um, he still was not the best student because he was, uh, often distracted by football and by just, like, other things going on in his life. You sort of got the impression that maybe he was having some kind of, like, thing going on, like some Mm -hmm. kind of misadventure, but, like, I don't know if either of you would actually care about that. Yeah. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) I mean, Um, you know... If he wants to talk to me about it, he can talk to me about it. Kids are exactly. allowed to have their secrets. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that uh, you've been reminded of that again. And uh, you will be happy to learn that I have recruited a new life or death professor from the Greater Atlanta Area Arcane Academy. I would like you to welcome your newest peer, Divino Cristobal. So, um, at this point, there's, there's, like, a, a puff of black acrid smoke. Oh my god. <laughs> in the corner of the room. Uh, just <laughs> poof. And then a, uh, a tall figure with broad shoulders, uh, steps out in a, in a crimson and jet black robe. Oh my god. <laughs> um, and a, a pale hand parts the robe to show that he, that there is a, a man underneath with, uh, with... Um, uh, let's see, uh, sort of, uh, best to be described as, uh, villainous features. <laughs> um, oh, you know, sharp everything, um, uh, black eyeliner, you know, uh, and, and just some sensible glasses on top. And dramatic then, eyebrows? Yeah, oh, dramatic, the most yes. dramatic. Excellent. <laughs> and, uh, he is, he is smirking, uh, at all of you. <laughs> Simone just goes, ooh! <laughs> he bows. Corvina kind of looks him over and just sighs. <laughs> Thank you, Dean Thing. <laughs> yes, it is I, Davino Cristobal. And it should be noted that Davino Cristobal's accent is not... Um, it's not British. It is someone <laughs> trying to be British, but not knowing how to do it. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Simone's just kind of, like, grinning away, like, oh, boy, another one. Um, <laughs> excuse me. She kind of, like, raises a hand. I guess you're, like, someone important? 
Oh, yes, you could say that. <laughs> and he he, hand, he holds his hand up to his, his lips, and there's a, a silver skull ring that he, that he like holds up, like, laughing into it. Oh, fancy. Professor Cristobal composed a most fascinating paper on the nature of whitedom, which <laughs> I was... Uh, I was grabbing that out of nowhere. If you want to come up with a different one, but I was no, no I love it. Are okay. you kidding me? Um, which yes, I- the uh, the esoteric nature of being white. <laughs> <laughs> That's of course W I G H D. Yes. Oh, I see. <laughs> I was very confused. I forgot that those are a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily it is not within your department. <laughs> I yes, it's uh some of my better work. I've I've written a few um I would say laudable pieces, but that one from 2015 seems to be sticking around. <laughs> and we hope that our facilities here will assist you in producing even more great discoveries. But, in addition to that, you must remember that this is a teaching college and that I have selected you to guide one of our most important students along the perilous journey of self-discovery and accumulation of magical power. Well, that's that should be no problem. He'll be in perfectly safe hands. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I know a lot about self-discovery, as well as accumulating magical power. <laughs> Back into the ring. <laughs> uh, the dean seems very pleased with all of this. Um, and it says, um, Well then, I will not detain you from your vital duties any longer. Uh, just remember that... If you are in need of me, my door is conditionally open during the posted hours. <laughs> um, well then, I guess we're dis- dismissed? We're dismissed? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, catch you later in kind of makes like awkward finger guns at the dean and then uh, <laughs> shuffles out cuz she's always kind of nervous that that yep. he can see right through her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and also what what's what's Divino? Divino Cristobal? Is that the name? Yes. Nice. That's <laughs> Thank so you. Good. So good. Uh Simone's also kind of got to eyeball him well, as well as as she can from behind her sunglasses. He um, he is giving her nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, just like just a just a like a not a blank stare, but this a prepared stare. Mm. I mean, you kind of are giving me something because like <laughs> Simone kind of like looks him up and down and is like, "So are you like a bad guy or something?" What is the nature of good and bad? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! It's one of those. <laughs> oh, I'm a professor of life and death. Some would say that death is bad, but I, 
I think that death is just a natural and supernatural part of life. <laughs> so then, so are you like a dead guy? Is that is that what I should be taking away from this? No, I have blood still. <laughs> oh my god, we immediately went <laughs> to the, the Snape is a Vampire theory. <laughs> <laughs> Also, having blood still doesn't quite answer my question about uh, about being a dead guy. And I have to let you know that uh, I don't like handling dead objects. So um, I won't be shaking your hand, but it is good to meet you. <laughs> I, I believe me, I have been alive for most of my life. <laughs> oh, no, there's he... two of me. <laughs> It, it will not be an issue. And he wow. extends his hand. Uh, it looks like a hand. The, oh, great. Thanks a lot, man. That really answers my question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Simone, like, kind of, like, studies his hand and then, like, takes it and then also takes her other hand and starts, like, thumbing around on his, th- on his uh, wrist for a pulse. <laughs> there is one. Oh, all right. Well, then, I guess at least... Satisfied? I mean, there's, we- there's weirder things here, sure. Why not? I mean, <laughs> you should see what my department looks like and the freaks I have to work with. So, frankly, <laughs> you know what? All right. Oh, uh, we should trade stories of freaks. Ah, uh, yes, back at G4A. Oh. I was... I was, uh, I was the normal one, you could say. <laughs> I honestly was hoping it was pronounced Gah! Oh. <laughs> Not since the 30s. <laughs> Damn it, Tonix is too good! He's keeping up with me! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Bant Wars are pretty fierce here. But, um... So, uh... Corvina's to... just, like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Corvina's just, like, pressed up against the the wall by the door, just, like, watching this. <laughs> like, a t- like a tennis match. Yep. Uh, okay, then. Um, well, uh... Sorry, oh! Said... No, it's okay. The other thing is that as they're walking out of the, uh, out of the dean's office, uh, Simone kind of eyeballs Davino and is like, so what do you think of this whole, like, uh making a chosen one thing happen plan it seems that- reasonable um you know the 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 greatest in our society are usually chosen if not by someone else then by themselves why not just you know sort of juice that a little bit <laughs> i i mean i guess it's kind of like a weird thing i don't know to like ask a teenager to become like a big thing i don't know I feel like I might be the odd man out, odd woman out, uh, at this place. Odd thing out, whatever the Dean is. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I'm just kind of rolling with it. I feel that young Mr. Blackwell will develop into an exceptional specimen of, of our university's procedures. There should not... I would not worry about uh, upsetting the natural order. I mean, I feel like he just kind of wants to be, like, a good linebacker, but okay. (laughs) He can be a good linebacker and also the chosen one, hero of the realms. Hmm. 
Simone just kind of like nods and goes to the elevator. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know about that. I watched a lot of NFL. I feel like maybe you, it's like oh, that's like you can only really do one thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, now uh, before we move forward, I just have a. Uh, a quick question, which is, um, what classes are you teaching this term? I'm sure that, like, the ones you were doing before could have easily carried over. So if you just want to, you know, have those, then that's all good. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious about what Divino does. Yes. Um, let's see. Well, uh... Well, I guess, actually, what? so what classes are is, are the other professors teaching? Um, just so I can have a bit of a baseline here. Hmm. The only one I remember currently is Basic Divination 1, which probably this semester will be Basic Divination 2. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what else I was teaching. Yeah, I don't, I, and I know that I think Simone also had, like, a 101, like, demon summoning thing. I think this semester, among other things, Simone is teaching um, Summoning Structure, which is a a class that is mostly about the correct structure of um, circles, of like Uh. the actual actual art of making summoning circles. Weirdly, weirdly, there isn't anything about actually summoning anything in the class, and nobody knows why, (laughs) but, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, and the other thing is uh, Demonic Identification 102. Right. That was it. Demonic Identification. You had like a, you basically had like a monster manual. Yeah, that's it. Which, that's again, kind of weird. There isn't a lot of, uh, there isn't a lot of <laughs> lab work in these classes. But... <laughs> I mean, maybe I, she's I, just really busy with like, uh, like research and stuff. Don't worry about yeah. it. I think Corvina's other class this semester will probably be like uh, something along the lines of like, advanced um oh i forget what the word is what like when you touch an object and you get yeah psychometry uh, yeah i think that's it advanced psychometry and it's a higher level course that she's expecting very few people to actually take oh (laughs) classic are you um is a part of the class like just is like do you get to have homework being like yeah go out and like find something old (laughs) yes Nice. Touch something old. <laughs> <laughs> Just go touch old things. <laughs> Your homework is to go to an antique store and just touch everything. Yeah. <laughs> She's. I can. I can see this in the past having caused some issues with like, oh, what is what is the door? That would be life and death that deals with ghosts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Some people probably got haunted over the course of this. <laughs> Uh, and a lot of so, a lot yeah. of stu- wait, a lot of students who like you know you go to an art like an art museum they're like don't touch the art they're like but my professor said I have to <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand um uh. so yeah then uh uh Davino is uh so first off Davino was probably talked down from having all of his classes uh, titles be in Latin um. <laughs> And, uh, so he is, uh, he's teaching, um, contemporary casting, uh, 
Crowley and Forward. <laughs> Ooh. Um, that is, of course, he won't, he would never say that, but it is, uh, so that he can, he can, of course, add himself to the canon of, of amazing, <laughs> powerful casters. <laughs> That's good. Um, and he's also teaching, uh, Mentora Mori, which is his, uh, his, his take on essentially, like, Raising the Dead 101. Ah. Mm. Uh, that is good. I think you were definitely... Part of why you were chosen is because, like, Chad has, like, you know, signed up for these. He's definitely the first one, as opposed to the latter one. Um, sure. And, yeah, I think he'd probably also be in, like, the... Just, like, the 102... Mm. Uh, fortune telling thing and the like the demon identification mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, you've all got a class with him in it, so you all have a chance to like you know keep an eye on him. Well, uh, since we have uh, gone over all of your uh, classes, how about we start by having you each just do the uh, just the teach role okay. um, because we did not do it at all in the last block because it was over <laughs> winter break um so yeah just uh say what class you're teaching and how you're going about doing it and because it's been a while maybe you could like describe your classroom a little bit because i know okay. you each have like distinct classroom looks Jonix, since you're new do you want to go first or do you want to let somebody um, else sure i can go first okay all right. Um, so, should I roll first, or should I describe what's happening first? Let's let's describe what's happening first. Okay. Um, so, uh, Davino's first class uh, that he's that he's teaching is is going to be the uh, the contemporary casting class. Um, just it's just sort of a history, uh, you know, a spell casting history uh, lecture. Um, so his classroom, uh, as it's described in the life or death, uh, life and death professor, uh, uh, sort of aesthetics, um, is monolithic black marble. <laughs> oh. And so what I, what I've taken that to mean is that that is actually his podium. <laughs> <laughs> He's, it's not so much teaching as it is, uh, not quite preaching either. Um, he's he is definitely holding court over the class. Uh, so he's so he's probably a good solid like five feet in the air, <laughs> like just behind this thing, <laughs> glaring uh, down at them. Um, and there's and his his classroom is you know it's it's shrouded in fog and there's a. Uh, uh, Instead of a instead of like a normal blackboard behind him, since the podium is so big, it's actually just hanging below him. <laughs> mm-hmm. where, Does where he, he have has... to like go down steps to like write on the blackboard? Um, if he if he so choose, you know, mm. when when the moment strikes, he mm. he'll stroll down behind from behind the dais and <laughs> and uh, you know pick up a piece of chalk. But usually, since his chalk is made out of bone dust, he just sort of animates it to oh. to write. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh my god. Excellent. <laughs> oh my god. Um so so yes, he's uh he's especially since it's the first day, he's trying to make a very good impression on the students, which is to say that he's trying to make them terrified of him. Mhm. Um and the ones that don't seem terrified, he is uh sort of uh making note of. Mm. Okay. Um well then go ahead and roll with teach, which is uh plus charisma. Okay. 
see here. I can do that in here, right? Yeah. We got sidekick. All right. My charisma is actually zero because... Mm. Uh, what? So here's the thing. <laughs> my build is um, is actually about sorcery and using sorcery for most things. Oh. It's, just, it's just specifically not teaching. But, like, when I'm schmoozing or scathing, I'm actually using sorcery most of the time. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So it's slash roll space 2d6. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. That is a nine. Nice. Okay. Um, you get to uh, mark experience, which is good. Um, but one of your students will visit your office with a complication or a difficult question. Um... If you don't sort them out, the resulting stress or complaints will cause you to mark a burnout box. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, so, so you know, you do go, you go in with the whole, not fire and brimstone, but like, um, black marble and fog machine. Um, <laughs> and uh, a lot of the students are pretty cowed. Um, I realize this, this is probably like your, okay, so but I imagine since this is kind of like the handing the syllabus out one, <laughs> you're like, you're like talking a big game about like the importance of the class as a whole. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, a lot of students are pretty like uh, impressed by that, um, you do, I, th you recognize Chad Blackwood, you like took note of his seat and all that, and he's definitely, um, he, he, you did, you got some like eyebrow raised there, um, but you do notice that there is, uh, one student who doesn't seem to be paying a ton of attention because she seems, uh, kind of uh, half awake and it is someone you recognize from earlier oh mm -hmm. let's do a quick little flashback oh, um <laughs> okay on your character sheet there were a couple of questions that yes. uh, i asked you and one of them was uh what inadvisable i believe the wording was like what inadvisable thing did you do with the undergrads last weekend uh yes what what wildly irresponsible thing were you doing with the undergrads last weekend that's what i have <laughs> that, written here that was it yes <laughs> um, um so so yes uh uh divino was holding a uh you could call it like a resurrection party perhaps mm -hmm. um the uh he was uh essentially trying to uh to excite the life and death students a little bit by showing them the the uh how far the the that you know the life force in a person can go before oh, it's wow. truly gone oh, so um as we were as we were talking about uh, in the in you know in character building um it's essentially they were doing like the flatliners thing <laughs> but you know with magic so try just killing someone just long enough for them to experience death and then bringing them back really quick. Yes. Um, and that... Huh. That's a yes. bad idea. 
Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Luckily, they all came back. Everything and um, they, and as far as you can tell, they did not come back wrong. So that was it. Was just it was totally fine, completely harmless. But one mm-hmm. of the people, perhaps the student who was most interested in this, was Georgetta Stout. Um, and she, I, she showed up in, in uh, the first block. Um, I realize now that my mental image of her has turned into like the rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, April O'Neil. <laughs> hmm. Um. Which is that she is a kind of short black girl with glasses and like uh like puff ponytails. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she was like really engaged with it and like actually like seemed to like understand more about the theory behind it than you would expect from an undergrad. So she was, she didn't just think it was cool. She was like actually interested in like the, like the, the like academic part of it. Oh, good. Um, but, and so from that, you would expect her to be kind of a star pupil, but she's kind of like just check, been checked out. And so, uh, after class, um, she winds up, well, af- after class, I think that she like approaches you and, um, asks if, uh, she can, like, ask you something. Of course. Step into my office. And then a uh, a portal sort of opens up on the black marble obelisk. God. <laughs> I'm going to say that that's just like a, just like a function of the room, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. It's not something he can do. It's just right. a, it's a feature. <laughs> God, whatever. Um, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And yeah, it takes you to your office, um, which also has a normal door, but this way you don't have to rush down the hallways to get to your classroom. Um, <laughs> and uh, you step inside, there is a uh, there is a small skull on your desk. You didn't put it there. It is uh, there as sort of the intercom system for the life and death department. Oh, and, okay. Um, and I believe you also have like a small library of books available to you, correct? Yes. Are those in your office? Um, yes, the the library of dark knowledges mm-hmm. uh, is definitely uh, that's that is what's behind his desk, uh, sort right. of uh, framing him. Cool. Um, so uh, she sits down and she says, oh, "I'm sorry that I uh, wasn't." really at the top of my game the first day. I don't want you to think this is, like, what I'm normally like. It's, um, I've been having... It's not that I've been having trouble sleeping since the thing, but I haven't been... I don't know. I The sleep hasn't been good. She's clearly having a little trouble, like, focusing on this itself. Uh, but you can tell that she is uh, concerned, obviously, about the situation. She's not just, like, making excuses. She came to you because she wanted to express a worry. I see. Um, so he, uh, Davino sort of steeples his fingers, you know, Gendo style. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, if, if anything, it looks like he is actively thinking. Like, he's just sort of staring at her. Mm-hmm. Um sort of just pondering uh, the situation. 
Yes, that's a, um... That is regrettable. Uh, that... That your performance on the first day of class. <laughs> but I think I can look past it. I, I understand that, uh... Resurrection is a, uh, is taxing on, on some, especially those who are willing to give more than others. She, she seems, uh, a little bit, uh, what would the word be? Like, reassured by that, because, uh, you get the sense that, um, <laughs> she is the sort of person who thinks, oh, if I'm suffering because I'm doing really good, then that's all right. Oh no! Yep, and that's that is exactly how Davino uh, operates. Oh yeah. no! I'm gonna have to fight you. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> um, he's a dark wizard. I don't know what you want. <laughs> he is a bad guy. Um, wait, you know, actually, let's uh, back up a little bit because I just realized you're telling an NPC what uh, you think they want to hear, and that's schmooze. Oh, that is Ooh. schmooze. You're right. Yes. However, okay. I do not know if you were, like, using your dark magic to do that. So I think you're going to have to roll with just charisma, if that's all right. Um, that's all right. I, yeah, uh, however, I mean, it's, so here's the thing is that it's a, uh, he's not talking about his dark magic, but he is talking about, about the, the dark magic that he does. I don't know if that hmm. would still be... Wow, what's the what's the reading on your move? Let's let's name the move and that we're talking about here and say what the te- the text is. Um, let's see. So okay, so feel my power is the move. Uh, you can roll schmooze plus sorcery instead of plus charisma. Isn't if instead of telling them what they want to hear, you play up your powerful dark magic. Okay, yeah. So that is hmm. I think in this it's it is your powerful dark magic in this okay. case. Um, this time. So. Sure. Yeah. So, so I can, so I would roll with sorcery then? Uh. Or, or not? Oh, um, you know, I was, I was thinking not. I feel like at least, at least this once, sure. Okay. That. Gotcha. It makes sense. Yeah, I don't want to, like, try to game the system or anything. That's not, yeah. Right, right, yeah. You were playing it up. In my mind, I had always been thinking about that move as, like, throwing around, like, shadow claws and all that. But you were, <laughs> you were like, just talking a big game, and I feel like that applies here. Okay, so, eight. Um, they'll do something simple in exchange for a payment, favor, or bribe. So, um, you are in a position to, like, do... You have... Clearly, um, she was, like, worried about the thing that you convinced her to do, uh-huh. and you have mollified her a bit in that regard, and so now you've got an opportunity to, like, push it a bit further if you want to, like, um, get some kind, like, some kind of, like, guarantee that she's not going to talk, or just, like, you know, whatever thing that you could use a student's help with, or mm. whatever. Okay, um... How about this then? Uh, uh, he he sort of lean back, leans back in his his bat winged chair, and uh, that it, it it creaks with age, even though it looks immaculate. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he says, "You know, 
for someone dedicated enough, uh, there might be a research assistant position open in the future for someone who's willing to pursue the the arts of life and death. I, I'm not saying that uh, it's guaranteed, of course, you'll have to go through the same process anyone else would, but I might know a person or thing in charge of the life and death department who could perhaps make some moves. Um, she perks up, uh, oh, that would be, that would be really something, because it's the, it's the... Sort of the esoteric stuff that is outside of class, like the stuff that you were showing that's got me interested. I, I, my thing is I'm interested in necrosurgery. Ah, uh, a, a fine art. Not one I've, I've studied much myself, but I, I've known a few necrosurgeons, especially back in Georgia. <laughs> All yes, right. so keep up your studies and, uh, you know, pay pay attention in class, of course, and, uh, <laughs> and we'll see what could happen. All right, so I think that what has happened here is that basically um, you have gotten her as sort of like an... Like the, like the minor favor in this case is just kind of like... Um, it's like getting her on my side, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's generally like improving. Yeah, I, I think. I think. Yeah. Sorry, I'm rambling a little bit, but I feel like that definitely fits the spirit of it. Yes. All right. Cool. Well, then she uh, then she walks out, and I think that yeah, you don't mark burnout or anything there. You do mark experience. So ding. Okay. All right. Um, then who's going to go next? Um, I can go. All right, then. Okay. Um, so I'm going to uh, be teaching the uh, demonic ident- identification uh, 102 class. All right. Sounds good. Um, if I recall your classroom, its aesthetic is that it's got a lot of, like, sigils and stuff, like, already, like, on the floors and everything? Yes. Painted on the ceilings, on the walls, on the floors. It all looks very, very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so I think the deal is that on the first day, since this is an advanced class, and Simone kind of reminds everybody, like, you've all had me before, you know how these classes go, um, so there won't be too much, uh, syllabusing, so instead to kind of get everybody's, uh, I guess, attention, and, you know, so it's not like a boring first day, it actually seems like it'd be fun to bring a, like, a thing in, like a minor thing, like a, like an easily wranglable like monster thing um and there's you know like another uh teacher what's that department hold on uh cabsa oh i know we're in cabsa but um the the veterinary paraveterinary those guys having having them bring something in that is basically just like a demon that's been tamed so Hmm. it's like hey look this is a little minor, a little minor dude, uh, and uh, th- we can actually get some hands-on experience for once. Don't get used to it, though. Hmm. Well, I think uh, I-, I think this is something that would actually have to be um, intra-departmental. 
oh, in really? that case. Okay. Yeah, because they mostly deal with natural beings and the sort of, sort of things that mm-hmm. would be affected by yours okay. would be here. Um, so here's what I'm thinking. Um, hmm. I think that you're going to have to like schmooze up another faculty member to do that so okay i love schmoozing i'm good at schmoozing yeah so who are you going to talk to and now you have the issue that you know that a not insignificant portion of your peers are in the cult that you're supposed to be keeping an eye on right Uh and and of course you'll have to get an excuse for like why you're not just summoning your own however um I think what you're talking about with the thing of, like, already tamed, if you wanted to, like, borrow someone's familiar or something like that. Yeah. That would make sense. So, do you want to go after a named NPC, or do you want me to make one up? Um, I'm game for who, I can't, mostly because I can't quite remember the other teacher's names right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's go with a, let's go with a new one. Okay, then. I'm just going to pull up the... Like the Cabsa playbook page, uh, because that has like the name suggestions on it. Okay, let's go with uh, Genevieve uh, Sergeant. Okay. Who, um, yeah, who, as far as you know, chill. Chill. You have not seen her with the cult. Um, and she's got a familiar. Yes, she's got like an imp. And, like, she's pretty proud of it, I think. Like, you think of her, like, oh, yeah, Jenny, she's got she's got that, like, little guy who's, like, on her shoulder, like, all the time. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, Simone is gonna, like, you know, smooth out her suit and adjust her sunglasses and, like, lean on the doorway to Jenny's office and go, mm-hmm. kind of, like, do a little double knock. And be um, like, hey, Jenny, can I ask you a favor? <laughs> <laughs> She like she looks at up at you with a uh like a suspicious expression and the imp which is on her shoulder does too. Um I've been playing some Final Fantasy fourteen and the imps and that sort of look like weird big headed monkeys. Um and so that's kind of what I'm picturing for this one. Okay. Um you know what, I'm just gonna do a Google image search real quick. Yeah, oh, that's so good. Oh. Awesome. Yeah, they're hideous. Uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. It is giving you that expression, and uh, so uh, uh, Genevieve says, "Well, I think that you and I both know that no one in this building is going to agree to a favor before knowing the full details." Man, why do you get a harsh on my vibe like this so hard? I I'm mean, just I know. practicing good, good, good uh, pact policies. Yeah, I know diplomacy, pact policies, all the usual. Listen, uh, I haven't had time to prepare a familiar of my own because I kind of had this idea at the last minute, and um, I mean, you know, sometimes it takes like time to wrangle one of your little. Buddies, she kind of makes a gesture at the imp. Um, so I was wondering, did you want to come and uh, like maybe sit in on a class and let my students have a look at at your friend? 
and uh, we could use him as a bit of live demonstration for uh, demonic identification. What do you say? Well, go ahead and roll charisma. Uh, oh, that's a 14. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Holy crap. I forgot how... Ch- I forgot how Reagan you are, is the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so pleased. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, they'll do something simple for you or something big and complex if you give them a payment, favor, or a bribe. Mm. Now, this, like, going to a class does involve, like, you know, an hour of her day. Right. Um, and stuff, but it's not complex. Um, so... I'm willing to say that, yeah, yeah, sure. You get her help. Um, Excellent. She, uh, yeah, like, she uh, she sort of, like, stops and thinks and is like, well, I like to think of Balthazar as a prime specimen, and I wouldn't want them to have to get all the information from some mangy feral. So, uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I completely agree. Balthazar, and she makes like a mental note to remember the imp's name. Balthazar <laughs> is is a a top percentile advantage or example of a of an imp, and I really wanted to let them see like a like an ideal quality one. And, you know, summoning things in a classroom full of kids who might freak out. It just it seems overly stressful. So I thought. We could collaborate together. And look at that. It works out beautifully. And she's like leading Jenny out of the room with a hand on her back as they walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Balthazar is like sort of like chittering and maybe like sort of like looking at your hand <laughs> from the opposite <laughs> shoulder. Um, but yeah, that all works out. And so now go ahead. You, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. And uh just, uh, I guess, do the teaching role. Can I don't I don't know if there's like any um, mechanics for it, but if I if I have like a teaching aid in the form of like a thing, do I get some kind of bonus? Let's see. Well, a teaching aid is more of a formalized thing. But let me, you know what? Let me do a real quick check on the mechanics because I know that there are specific things that give you advantage, but. I don't know whether it's like a like a more contextual rule for it as well. So I'm just okay. going to look that up real quick. I like the sound of it, though. I don't know if it's going to directly impact the role, but mm-hmm. I feel like it definitely impacts the narrative context of everything. Okay. Um, if your goal was for your students to be impressed, then that is definitely going to happen, I think. Okay, cool. Uh, and it, and, you know, you've also, like, gained the benefit of, like... Like Jenny sees you as a like a like a colleague in this cool. situation. So, all right then, let's see. That's a six. That's another fourteen. Oh my god! Yeah. Just, okay. So you I did just, not need the help. I just rolled. I just rolled uh, two twelves in a row. Oh my awesome. god! Well, <laughs> look forward to not seeing that ever again. Yeah, it's never happening again. It. I mean, this is just look. This is this is uh, making up for my garbage rolls in the first two sessions we ever played of this this yeah. system. So <laughs> it's okay. Okay, so yeah. yeah, um everything goes according to plan and you mark experience. Um 
uh, like, you know, you, you're able to, like, sort of sit back a little, because, like, even though she's just kind of there to supervise, like, Genevieve can't help sort of, like, popping up a little bit to talk about her, like, cool imp. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely neat. Uh, like, Chad seems pretty interested in everything. Um, yeah. If Heck, yeah. And you have potentially bought yourself, like, another couple weeks of people not questioning why you don't see a lot of demons in the demon identification <laughs> class. I like to also imagine that Simone is, like, kind of, like, you know, gesturing at the imp and talking about it. And it nearly takes a finger off at least yeah. a few times, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is all set. And uh, next up, it, and well, uh, last for uh, this little montage is Corvina. Uh, which class are you teaching right now? Um, I'm going to have Corvina teach advanced psychometry. And nice. The, the lesson for the day is um, she has set out for each student. I don't, I don't imagine there are a lot of students in here, maybe five to ten. Yeah. Um, um, she's... I think that, uh, like, obviously Chad is not here, but I think... Um, would this be open to freshmen, or would they have to complete something else first, do you think? Hmm. I would think, like, not normally, but you know how, like, some high schools have, like, college courses and AP courses and stuff like that? Yeah. I think if you had completed, like, the the introductory stuff that way, then you could take it. Okay. Um, yeah. So I don't think you've got, like, your pr regulars from the last uh, term there, necessarily. But yes, there's some... There are some bright young minds who are very interested in uh, uh, touch-based archaeology, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, Corvina has set out on their desks um, just various, like, old objects that she knows. Um, they have some kind of a story in them. They're all things that she's pre-screened. Mm, um, yeah. Granted, that doesn't mean that nothing can go wrong but as right. as far as she knows they're you know relatively relatively safe yeah as safe as like old weird objects can be <laughs> yeah i guess out of curiosity i'm wondering are you going for a particular like time range on these are these like um things that are like a couple decades old or like centuries i i don't think corvina really cares enough to line <laughs> them all up so they're probably just what she could find so they could be for i see okay yeah <laughs> So it's kind of a hodgepodge situation. Yes, here. it's, it's gotta... very much a hodgepodge. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Um, and yeah, so just the, the first day of like getting people, like no, I assume no one's like going to be graded on this necessarily, but just getting no, people into um, introduce the concept. Yeah, and it's also like, um, just kind of seeing where they are with their abilities thus far. Right. I also realize it is a situation where you can just sit back and let these students like sit <laughs> yeah, and concentrate yep. in silence for a while. In fact, in fact, Corvina's got like like a teapot on her desk, and she's like, "Now, if you have questions, you can ask me." But I'm also going to be, you know, getting get kind of getting my gears going with this. So, <laughs> so you can, you can interrupt me if you really have to. But... <laughs> 
All right. Corbin uh, is not uh, going to mention the fact that there is drinkable tea inside of that teapot. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, then. Um, yeah, then roll with charisma. Six total. Oh, oh no! Woof. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, I actually I had an idea on hand for if I needed to spring something on Corvina. <laughs> um. Did you also fail your teaching role in the last thing? Because I remember something dramatic happening. Yeah, a, a bird flew through the window. <laughs> oh okay. my god! Yes. I, I can't remember if the windows are... Because she has a, a shadowy candlelit classroom. I can't remember if they were covered before, but if not, they are now. <laughs> okay, yes. Um, as a uh, result of this uh, failure, basically what happened on a... Uh, on a on an imperfect role as we've seen a student has questions right uh everyone has questions (laughs) (laughs) um it turns out that uh you thought you had it all set up uh but maybe it was something about the ones you picked or maybe um you kind of uh overestimated how much the kids coming into the advanced class would already know or maybe you just like did not do a sufficient job of like convincing them that it was important to not disturb you but (laughs) uh basically you are now in a situation where um like someone will raise their hand and ask about like why this thing isn't working out and you'll try and address that and then someone else will raise their hand while you're giving that answer about um like not being able to tell like how far they're looking back or that sort of thing and like they are actually they're hitting you with stuff that um you specifically had sort of lined up for later in the class and uh. like just saying like that these are these are uh, it is an advanced class and so they're not taking well to just being like brushed off and told that they'll get to it later <laughs> so um i guess how, uh, what is your general tactic in addressing that going to be um as much as she possibly can she'll refer them to like sections of the textbook Mm. But probably not all of these can address just but can be addressed just by you know the textbook. So, hmm. all right. Um, so yeah, you're cut. So it sounds like you're kind of you're trying to like help them out, but it's a lot at once, and it was more than you're expecting. So I'm I'm just I'm not entirely sure if this is what the rules would dictate, but rather than play out a whole bunch of stuff at once, let's just say you mark a burnout. Okay, because. That works. You had to deal with a lot more than you expected to do. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. And on syllabus day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like You could have just taught the syllabus. <laughs> but that would involve teaching though. Oh. <laughs> but you had to do teaching anyways. The the shortcut backfired. It did. Um, it did. Yep. Yeah. Alright. Uh well yeah, that that basically covers all of your uh, first days of classes uh, for however good or bad they go. Um, 
And so you're probably in kind of like a, a state of, I mean, you're, uh, frustration as you are leaving the uh, faculty building that day. Um, and uh, on top of that, uh, because you are, because it's now, let me think. Yeah, we're getting back after winter break, so like snow's probably still on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I remember in my college days, um, winter was always when uh, you saw the most crows around. So um, that's def- So it seems like the sort of flock that just seems to follow you around is bigger than usual, <laughs> and they're just like hanging out in the trees as you pass by and like making a bunch of noise and crap, and like messing up the nice benches underneath. Um, Corvina <laughs> well, like waves at them like you know an angry old woman. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, a few of them do take off, but you do notice that most of these are crows, right? Mm-hmm. But there's one on the branch that is definitely a raven. Oh, oh, and that's um. Different. As it it does that thing birds do where they turn their head to the side to look at you. And when it does this, you see that its eye is red. Oh no. Oh no. Nice. And that's where we are going to cut. <laughs> Join us next time for more uh, petty uh, academic politics and also this incredibly sinister horror scenario. (laughs) (laughs) Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Dave Camp, Dumpster Hime, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Heather Connolly, Homo Ace, Jack Toops, Charnope, John the Book Hoarder, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Sean Kelleher, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier.